This is the Jason Jules Podcast. What are you doing this weekend, Jace? I don't think this is the time to talk about what we're up to this weekend, Jules. Why? I'm busy, okay? I've got things on. Like what? <laughs> I know, because I f- feel like you're about to ask me to do something. Yes, of course I am. Why else would I ask what you're doing? What Otherwise do you I wouldn't care. Well, the uh, the Dream Festival is happening this... Like, it's happening at the moment, but this weekend is their, um, their Latin Parade. Okay. And their laser light show. Now, I went last I year... I do like lasers. I went with Elliot, actually. I took Elliot! So you, what you're saying is you want to go on a date with no, me. No, I don't want to go on a date with you. You want to take me to a romantic laser show with you. There's also Twilight markets that are happening as well too. And the oh, food. feels like a date. There's always. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not comfortable with I'm this, I'm not Jules. taking you on I'm a date. I'm th- okay, a date with the rest of Dubbo. You took Elliot there last year. Yes, to show him Dubbo. And you wooed him. Oh, stop. I'm not easily wooable. I'm not trying to woo you. I'm just Feels saying like there is an awesome event happening this Saturday night and I'm just wanting to know if you would like to join me. I feel like there was a lot, a, a more appropriate way to ask me than in front of everyone that's listening. <laughs> like, do I have to get HR involved in this? If you were close enough, I would slap you right now. I'm just asking you if you would like to come. Sure, we'll go to the damn light show. Okay. Jeez. Anyway, for anyone that didn't know, the um, the Dream Festival, uh, their, their Twilight Markets, their Lenten Parade, and also to their Laser Light Show is happening this Saturday night, Victoria Park. It is an amazing event, great for the family. Or someone that you know you would just like to take along Great to show inappro- them double inappropriate work day. <laughs> Jace, Jace, and Jules. I hate the internet sometimes. Oh golly gosh! I, uh, you know, like obviously we do a lot of research for the show mm-hmm. to find out what's happening in the world. Yeah, for we the don't past just turn up. Hours. We don't just don't turn up at five to six. Yes, and we go. do. <laughs> <laughs> Jules. No, there's a lot of prep that's involved. Uh, And this morning, I want to talk about one that just really pissed me off because it just wasted my time. You were mad. You were mad at the time and I was like, well, he's up, Turbo. It's okay. I will give you the heading um, and then I will tell you the story. The heading goes like this. Brad Pitt and Angelina's former bodyguard says that he fathered Star's kid. (gasps) He didn't. I know, right? Did he? It makes you just go, oh, my gosh, they're not even Brad Pitt's kids. Oh, no. I knew it. (laughs) Yep, this is why they broke up. It's all going to come out. And then you read into it and it says, Brangelina's former bodyguard, Mark Bellingham, worked with the couple for 18 months and he has now revealed that he was so close to the kids that he basically was a father (laughs) figure to them. No, no. You did not father (laughs) those kids. You... We're a father figure. That's exactly right. If that, you're a paid father figure. Like, like. if I was, not, if I had not clicked into the story, our show would yeah. have changed forever. You know, sometimes I tell stories just off the headlines. I sometimes don't even go in and read the story. Oh, great, Jace. <laughs> so now so I don't believe anything you, you say. <laughs> imagine if you did that. Oh, thank goodness I read into things. But, geez, anyway, journalists out there, pull it together. <laughs> yeah. Stop. <laughs> Clickbait. Is the most un. What's the word? I don't know what the word is, but it shouldn't happen. I don't know. Everything you say now, I'm starting to not believe you because I feel like you're just reading things on the headlines. You hear Jennifer Aniston's <laughs> pregnant with triplets? 
<laughs> is it her dog that is having Her dog three? fathered <laughs> the triplets. Oh, my God. What are we talking about? Whoa. Bestiality here? Uh, that is not That's where not I true, was anyone. going. That's not true, anyone. That is not true. I was going there. Star FM's Jace and Jules. Well, Jace, as you know, this month we are celebrating Mental Health Month and yesterday was the launch at the Rotunda in Church Street and we got to witness one of the best speeches I have ever seen. Jules, we work in radio. I know. And this girl spoke so much better than we do. I looked at you and went, wow, she speaks better than me. And like, which isn't really that hard, but you, she is a really good speaker. <laughs> um, we asked her to come into the studio this morning because uh, one very important topic that um, we want to talk about is bullying. And Marie from Doray, welcome into the studio. Thank you for having me. Now, you spoke so passionately at the event yesterday. It was absolutely amazing and a very uh, important topic, we think, bullying. Uh, Is there a personal reason you're so passionate about it? Yeah, there is actually. I guess the big thing that it is for me is because, like, yeah, I don't want to speak too personally about it, but yes, like, it is something that I go through, but it's also an issue that a lot of young, young people go through and I see the difference between students that or people in general that don't speak up about it, that they hold the silence and, and they just think that it's normal. And that's what our society does is we then accept that as if bullying is normal and it's not. Mm. And so I guess my reason why I'm so passionate about it and why I do speeches like this is because I want people to know that they, they can break the silence. Mm-hmm. And like as, as I say, silence... It, it holds change. Like, you can't change anything if you don't have a voice, and that's why I'm such an advocate for it, because you need to speak up. Definitely. I think one of the scariest things at the moment, you know, Jace, when you and I were growing up and back at school, social media wasn't as, as prominent, prominent as it yeah. is now, and, you know... I was bullied back at school and for only a very short time because I did get help for it. Um, but I just think now just what kids have to go through with the social media aspect of it, just how daunting it would an experience that it would be. Yeah, definitely. It's spiled out of control. Like founders of social media networks, they, they, can, they can't be held accountable because mm. it's the individual person mm. that have these accounts. And people, as we say, like the keyboard warriors, they think that they're so strong behind mm-hmm. the internet and behind their screens that they can just absolutely destroy a person buy it and and it's terrible because a lot of the time you can't like it's out of people's control yeah people can't do things about that and there's the big there's the big point that once it's posted it's always there what i liked about your speech uh yesterday was how blunt you were in what you want done uh the punishments of people that bully um can you just go through a few like a few of the things that you want done personally to help um victims of bullying definitely well i like my opinion is that I believe that domestic violence starts with bullying and it's been proven that. Like the statistics show and the research has been done that domestic violence, which is a very topical issue mm-hmm. in our society now, mm-hmm. it starts with bullying and bullying starts in the schoolyard. And so the way that that stems is that we don't control it in the school. We, we, we pretend that it's not an issue and it's just easier for us to go, oh, don't worry about it, D- you know, it's fine. When it's really not because when those students that bully they leave school and they think that that's acceptable mm-hmm. and they do that yeah. to other people in their future relationships and the, pe- the victims are taught to be quiet. They're taught mm. to basically shut up and go away. Mm-hmm. But, and so when they leave the school and they become in future relationships and workplaces and things and they get bullied, they just they, they keep it inside and they don't talk about it because it's, it's it's been taught to them over the years that it's not an issue. And so that's why I believe that in schools particularly that the justice system, I guess, in schools need to be a lot stricter 
in how we control bullying like mm-hmm. d- not not just going oh it's okay we'll protect them like the people that are bullying because that's easier and just saying oh don't do it again because that doesn't work there needs yeah. to be hard harsher systems of consequences in place so marie what kind of systems are in place to stop bullying in schools these days across education there's a lot of systems um that, that are available to students such as the counseling and a lot of students are able to approach their school teachers and things like yeah. that and some schools are gifted with um having student support officers however Personally, I believe that there isn't enough for students mm-hmm. um, that are suffering from bullying and things like that that they can go to and they feel like they will be listened. Yeah. So I believe that things like that and systems put in place should be there should be more. There should be more like anti-bullying groups within schools and that should be promoted more. Yeah. Do you think it's a uh, something that the students need to maybe take more control of than yeah. the teachers? Yeah, definitely. I believe it should be like. That's how I do my... Like, when I do my speeches and things, I'm an advocate for it because I believe that young people should stand up against Mm -hmm. it. I don't believe that adults should be making these groups for people to just fall into. I believe that it's victims should be speaking up against it and, and raising awareness saying like hey we need help and it's yeah. us it's it, it does grow into adulthood but it starts here and we are the ones that need to form like a peer group and, and be there for each other yeah Absolutely. definitely well i think you are definitely going in the right direction for that to happen and well done to you yeah you're absolutely going places are uh, we can't wait to watch your journey because i guarantee you're going to be someone big one day so thanks so yeah. much for coming in Marie. thank you star fm's jason jules jules i decided I was going to start exercising yesterday. Did you? Yeah, I haven't That's run good. or really done anything apart from my push-ups. How many push-ups do you do a day? 150. Well, I was doing that when the modelling was on. You I did it for a week <laughs> and you haven't continued. It was a hard week. Okay. But I thought I'd go for a run, Yeah. get fit. It's been about six or seven weeks since I've, I've done a run. Road and running? Road running. Yeah. Yep. So left my house, pretty confident. I was like, I'm going to do this. He's fully like suited up like a runner. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Looked boss. <laughs> but yep. the problem why I don't run often is because I have bad knees. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, but I, I felt good yesterday. I was like, I'm going to do it. Yeah. You know, stressful day. Get it off my mind. Yeah. I'm running and I totally forgot about this, even though we spoke about it last week, but it's magpie season. Yes. And so I'm running along, and yep. the next thing I hear is hear this, and I'm like, oh, you don't God even damn. Hear, you don't God hear damn. That. You hear that flap sound. That no, this one squawked. And you really? know what? It, it didn't actually swoop me first. It was in a tree above me. But oh. as soon as I heard that squawk, I was like, I know what's coming. Yeah. And so I've sort of started <laughs> running faster, and I'm not fit. I'm out of, out of shape, yeah. and I'm running along, and then it just starts swooping. And I'm just dodging and ducking and yeah, moving. Yeah. And I've hurt my like I've twisted my leg and it's hurt my knee. Yeah. And so now I'm trying. Were you like trying, like running zigzag yeah, or I was something? All over the like place. Like you're getting shot at with and a bullet. So <laughs> I'm running away from this magpie, and you know magpies. You like they'll chase me for like you know a couple of houses. Yeah. I don't know if there was a couple of magpies and they're tag teaming me. Like, okay, your turn, mate, get him. But I'm running along the street and it went for probably two blocks. This thing, it just kept coming and kept coming. My knee's hurting. I'm limping trying to run. People are, like, looking at me from their houses, like, laughing. And the good thing about my area right now is it's being developed. Yeah. There's a lot of half-made houses. Yeah. Now, I did the only thing I thought was appropriate at the time because I was hurting yeah. and I didn't want to run anymore yeah. and the magpie was scaring the hell out of me, yeah. well, 23 of them, however yeah. many they were trying to get. <laughs> so I ducked into a construction 
site, a half-made house. Okay. Now, that's, there's no one in there. Yeah, I know, but you shouldn't do that. Anyway, continue. Well, yeah, because it's a dangerous. But. Like, it's dangerous. There's screws and stuff all over the ground. Yeah, yeah. So I've ducked in there. Yeah. And I'm like, I'll just wait it out. <laughs> do you know how long I was in there, Jules? Oh, my God. Until it got dark? No, no. <laughs> Ten minutes, but that's a oh. long. Ten minutes is a long time. There was a magpie just sitting on the fence across from me, just staring at me. And I don't know if it was the one that was with me, but he was mad. And oh my god! I reckon all the magpie friends had told each other that I'm the guy to get. And there was a couple of guys in the construction site next door to that house. And I don't know if they knew what I was doing, but. They were having a bit of a giggle. I don't know if they're laughing at me. Yeah, but I reckon. No, they, were. they weren't laughing at you. I'm pretty sure they were laughing at the magpie because magpies are silly. Anyway. The moral the of the story that, is what? don't start exercising. <laughs> Exercise is for losers and people that want to be swooped by bloody magpies. Now, anyone out there, if you got this on video, please feel no, free don't. to send it in to Star FM because I want to see this footage. Jace, Jace and Jules. Let's get to work. Trady Chat Tuesday. Get your bit. Yeah, it actually <laughs> did. I jumped back. <laughs> hey, it is Trading Chat Tuesday 13, 12, 16 to all the tradies out there. Or, you know what, any workplace, anyone that has a story for this. Because we want to know what is your secret call when a hot person walks past? How do you let the office know? <laughs> That there's an attractive person Okay, nearby. let's not even talk about, like, the office. We know it happens on the work site. It's a, I think it happens a trading everywhere. thing. Uh, I've seen some of the girls in this office and a guy walks past the window, <laughs> out, like, out in the back car park. And the girls here are like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> yes, that's usually me. Yeah. Uh, now, you used to be a tradie. I did. There used to be, on some of the construction sites I worked at, um, there was this call. It was always a bird sound, and I never understood it. Okay, because you weren't in the you went, you only dabbled in trading. I only dabbled right? in trading. Yeah, <laughs> I was never a proper trading. <laughs> well, what's the call? It's I want to know. It was uh, always a seagull, like a <laughs> or a pigeon. Is that uh, a pigeon? That, that sounds like a pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Have you ever heard that? And you just watch every tradie and they go over. Yeah. And, and I mean, it's inappropriate. I get that. Like, yeah. and it makes people feel uncomfortable. But yeah. it happens. It is. But you know what? If some girls are flattered by it. Some guys are flattered by it. Yeah. So okay. I just want to know what people's secret call was. All right. Or is. Yeah, okay. Doesn't 13 till 16. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't even happen anymore. 13 till 16. Dob your trading mate in too, guys. You know, if your mate does it all the time <laughs> as well too. 13 till 16 is the number to call. Star FM's Jace and Chules. Let's get to work. Working for Trady Chat Tuesday. On 13, 12, 16, we're asking the question, what is your secret call when a hot person walks past the job site? Yes, this is where the guys... Or girls. Or girls. Everyone yeah, does okay, it. Yeah, uh, okay, we'll go. They need to make a sound to alert the others around them that there's a hot chick or a guy <laughs> walking past. Now, we've got Dean on the line. Dean, what do you do, mate? Hey, mate, hey, I'm a orange now. Right, and so you've worked on a few construction sites in your time, I'm guessing. Yeah, my FUA. <laughs> and okay. what are the, is there a, a, like, what sort of calls do you hear when uh, a hot person walks past the construction site? Oh, mate, some of them, some of them are pretty classic. Um, I guess one of the most popular ones is just the old classic, caw-caw, caw-caw. <laughs> Oh the bird gosh. sound effect, yeah. Well, Dean, like I said, on the construction site I used to work on, it was always a seagull or a pigeon. Like, the. <laughs> What's with bird sound effects? Uh, oh, there's the... birds nearby. Yeah! Oh, get it. oh my 
That didn't just click to me. <laughs> Dina, is there, is there any others? Yeah, well, I worked on this one site where a few of the boys had a secret one because it was like right next to like a dormitory. Yeah. And that uh, one was ducks in a pond. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, Dean, tell me, did you ever get busted for doing this? Like, has any chicks ever like turned around and like flipped you guys the bird or anything? Oh, uh, look, I think... Um, I think we don't give each other enough credit. They, they do give us a weird look. Like, I think they know what's going on, but they love it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, some girls are flattered by it. Yeah, some guys some, are flattered by yeah, it. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Dean, thanks so much for your call, mate. Not a problem, man. Bye. Catch ya. Star FM's Jason Jules. This is your last half hour. <laughs> it starts in three, two, one. Let's go. Last half hour. You only just made it back. 13, 12, 16. <laughs> if you want to get involved in the show. Anytime. No, while I was peeing. But yeah. this is something I actually want to talk about. Okay. Do girls get... Whoa, the... hold up. Yeah. <laughs> what? I didn't know you were going to talk about the bathroom. Oh, no, what well, just happened? I was peeing. Okay, yep. so I don't know if girls get this, but guys get the pee shiver. It's like you get the oh. shiver when you pee. Do girls get that? <laughs> yeah, we actually do. Really? This is, well, uh, well when you've been holding on for so long... Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're busting. Yeah, you actually do. Well, I do anyway. Guys don't uh, need to be holding on for a long time to get it. It's like, it, it doesn't happen every time, but it happens sometimes. Yeah, no, same with girls. It's like, it's like an orgasm when you're peeing. Uh, yeah, I probably wouldn't go that far as being that great. <laughs> it feels good, but not that good. Uh, you know, but you do have to sit there for a little moment um, after it just to compose yourself. Anyway. <laughs> Why are we you talking about You need to compose yourself this? right now. I love the pee shiver. I oh, just, I just can't believe that you kind of match the two. Like, they're they're nothing. It's not that great. No, it's not that great. But I'm it's starting like, to it's think like whether miniature. or not. It's like a It's like a, it's like a little, little smidgen of it. Yeah. It feels good. Like, you know, if you can get that every time you pee, you're pretty lucky. <laughs> yeah. Should we move on? Yes, <laughs> like let's. No, we do want to move on. Uh, because <laughs> something happened to me uh, at this wedding that I attended over the weekend. And it's the first time it's ever happened at a wedding to me. Um, I'll discuss it next. My mind's got so many things yeah, right oh, now that could have happened. It's endless, the options of what could have happened. Jace. Jace and Jules. So oh, yeah. I attended a wedding on the weekend in Willow Tree, which is... Just on the other side of Tamworth, mm-hmm. one of one of Elliot's best mates got married. Now you just said before the break, mm-hmm. something happened to you at this wedding. Yeah, that has never happened to you at a wedding before. Yeah, can I name some of the things that went through? My okay, head? yeah, please do. I you want to stopped, stick you close. You stopped when they said any objections. <laughs> no, that wasn't it. You were carrying the bride's dress and you tripped her over. No, none of that happened. No, okay. what I'm talking about is. Um, someone trying to hit on me at a wedding. Now, keep in mind, now this is the first wedding that I've attended in many years um, where I've, I'm actually taken. The amount of weddings I've attended single, never been hit Anyone on. Anyone that says that a wedding is a place to pick up is a liar. Absolutely. I've never picked up at, we- no, at a wedding. <laughs> it does not happen. It doesn't happen. Um, but on the weekend, I got hit on. By who? One of, like... The groom's uh, cousin? Yeah, the groom's cousin. So who didn't know Elliot right. or me. So I'll just set the scene, right? Yeah, do it. It's after the speeches, after dinner is done, even dessert had been put out. It's partying time. Oh, so it's like a late night. And it's set out. like it's effort. like a, It was about 11 o'clock, about midnight. <laughs> 
And this wedding was set out in this beautiful garden, so it was all outdoors. And I'm sitting on this chair, and Elliot had gone to get me a drink, so he slipped into what the a bar. Gentleman. Yeah, the gentleman that he is, right? But something that Elliot did, which just oh, it just makes me go, yes, that's why I'm in a relationship with you. <laughs> so this guy came over and sat in front of me like directly in front of me and there was no mm. one else around us and he sat down and he introduced himself his name was Andrew uh, and asked me how my night was going and me just being me I'm like yeah it's going great love it I'm just loving everything about it you know in my little state and he started to lean in like a little bit close and I thought oh mm. this is kind of going into my this my safe zone yeah. yeah yeah and just as I started to kind of push myself back a little bit to get myself away from this guy. Elliot walks over, drink in hand, leans over. Do you hit him? In between us. No, no, no. Puts the drink on the table, kisses me on the lips and said, there you go, babe, and walks away. Oh, he is smooth as, as oh, hell. Whoa, okay. Yeah. That's yeah. what happened. And uh, and the guy went, oh, okay. Um, and I was like, and then that's when it kind of hit on me. I was like, whoa, he's, he was trying to hit on me. And then the guy got up and walked away. Elliot walked back over, grabbed my hand, said, come on, babe, let's go dance. And then we went and danced. And we lived happily ever after. I think I just fell in love with Elliot. <laughs> what, a, what a guy. All right. He handled that. Yeah. Yeah, so like guys, out there, if uh, you're out with your girl and there's a guy trying to hit on her, oh, pull that move, seriously. Take a note from Elliot. Make me want to marry him. That's how you handle That's situations. You- <laughs> Get up with Jason Jules. Weekdays from 6 on 93.5 Star, Star FM. FM.